Patricia Arquette's character in True Romance says it. I don't know about any of the things you just mentioned. Oh, okay. So, there's that. Hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi, friends. friends. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back. Um, Have you not seen True Romance, Ken? Uh, I don't know what it is. TV show, movie, cartoon? Oh, it's a movie. It is a movie starring Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette. Okay. It is an Oliver Stone movie. Sorry, just opening a coffee beverage here. Um, it's a, a cult classic. It's an incredible movie. I'm looking up the um, cover to see if it's sparking any memories. When we were starting, I said, okie dokie, doggy daddy. And Kendra asked what that was from. Maybe you heard this. Yeah, I definitely have never seen it. Oh, boy. Well, we got to watch it. Brad Pitt, Gary Oldman, Mike Christopher Gold. Walken, Val Kilmer, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, star-studded. cast, yeah. Um, Michael Rappaport is in it. Where are all the women? Just Patricia Arquette. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Just a one. They just were like, we'll just put, we'll just have one. Yeah, and she's dressed a uh, lot of, lot of booby action. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Really well represented. <laughs> um, in Detroit, a lonely pop culture geek marries a call girl. Also, there's that. Uh-huh. Steals cocaine from her pimp and tries to sell it in Hollywood. Meanwhile, the owners of the cocaine, the mob, <laughs> track them down in an attempt to reclaim it. Is she really the only woman? Holy shit. Well, I actually cast there's like... Two other women, but they're very far down the list. Yikes. Well, it's got great ratings, so I should <laughs> probably check it out. <laughs> I don't think it's a movie that, uh, were it being made today, they would make yes, some different choices. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think but, a lot of movies from this era uh-huh. would say the same. But yeah, Patricia Arquette is incredible. It's, uh, what else is she really fun? What, what's like her other, like, major. What? Why am I totally blanking on like her other big film? I mean, she's been in a lot of just random shit, I guess, huh? Maybe is this her biggest? She won an Oscar. Well, let's see what it was for. If Darren was here, he would know. Boyhood. Oh, she won an Oscar for Boyhood. Interesting. This is boring content. Let's yep. move on. All it right. doesn't matter. The thing is, is that Carly <laughs> said a thing and I didn't know about it. But you also said it was from some something else. Uh, Hanna-Barbera? I think it's from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Who's that? Um, Hanna-Barbera was a... Tell me more. ...production <laughs> company in the 50s through 80s. I don't know if they're still around. They okay. made cartoons. To network? Um, like, do you remember the cartoon character Huckleberry Hound? No. Okay. Uh, Yogi Bear is a Hanna-Barbera character. Okay. Um, it's a classic. A lot of people know who Yogi is. Their uh, animation style was just so cool looking. Um, Are you looking it up to show me? Uh-huh. Oh, Scooby-Doo is Hanna-Barbera. 
the Flintstones are Hanna-Barbera. Oh, okay. My favorite Hanna-Barbera cartoon was where it was like a super group show where all of the characters lived in a big giant blimp and they went around fighting crimes together. Great. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm on board. Yeah. Wow. This is boring. Okay. I gotta have some coffee. Yeah, have you had any coffee today? <sighs> I had a cup earlier. Y'all, I've been up since five. Yeah, what's up with that? The, I don't know. My eyes just popped open. And then... Unreal. The, the body pain was crazy. Yep. I have some um, joint pain that comes and goes. And sometimes when it comes, it's like the worst at night. Yeah. And I can't... There's no way I can lay that really uh, takes it away. Sure. Um, And I, I have like, I don't know, seven pillows. That I will, like, put under different parts of my body to try to help, like, take the pressure off all of the joints. And it looks nutty. Yeah. Um, And sometimes it helps and sometimes it just doesn't. And today... You also have, like, a a padded mattress cover thing, but just on your side of the bed. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we have a really firm mattress. It's a really... It's a nice bed. Yeah. The mattress is really firm, and I felt like it was um, not helping my joints. Yeah. So I wanted to get a mattress pad, and Carrie really did not want one. And so he suggested we just get a twin-size mattress pad and only put it on my side of the bed. Which doesn't work, though, because you don't... You have a queen-size bed. Yeah. So it takes takes up up 70% of the bed. Yeah. So Carrie is like relegated to this like little section. Yeah, he's six four. And I don't know how he does it because anytime I've slept over and slept in the bed, like it is truly, it's some of the worst sleep I've ever gotten in my entire life. Yeah. So this mattress pad is like, I don't know, three inches thick. Yeah. So it's like, there's like a little cliff on the bed where like you can't. I guess maybe because he's a, like a, a tall, big guy, he can overpower the mattress pad and like sleep halfway on it i don't know it's a bad idea it also means we can't cuddle like we can't lay next to each other no it's Um, so uncomfortable it's wildly uncomfortable (laughs) one of you needs to budge and go back to the other way well let me tell you this what it did help a little bit at first and then it actually started making the joint pain worse well yeah because they that's that's what they say, right? They say a firm bed is, like, actually way better for your body. Yeah, except every time I try to read about, um, like, how to alleviate joint pain, yeah. they talk about freaking memory foam. Mm. So, I don't know. I've, I, it's all I've, conflicting reports. Right. It doesn't really matter. It's whatever uh, makes you feel better. And the bottom line is it's a ridiculous setup in our bed. Yeah. And so are you thinking of removing? Oh, no. We already did. Oh, you did remove? Yeah. I removed it, like, um, six weeks ago. No way. Mm-hmm. And then... That long? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did pull it back out and put it back on the bed. Okay, so there's this other yeah, thing. Yeah, I was like, this can't be true because I've stayed at your house more recently than six weeks ago. I put it back on for a minute because uh, I took it off. Okay. I was sleeping okay. Fine. Then the joint pain started getting really bad. Got it. And uh, this thing happens where if I switch my sleeping environment, it right. really helps. Yeah, it helps. So I was like, oh, I'll just I'll pop that mattress pad back on there. And okay. I, I did for like a week and I took it off again. I must have been there during that week. You, yeah, you must have been. Because it's not on the bed now. <laughs> and it's going, it's going fine. Yeah. Ish. Well, yeah, but I, see, here's the thing. That mattress pad, there's no point in having it because it is not a solution. It's like a temporary aid. Right. So why bother? So where is it? It is rolled up in the corner of our room. 
Okay. We are just just going to get rid of it, I think. Because what else are you going to do with it? Who has a twin mattress? Nobody. I'm going to give it to one of your friends with kids. Oh, yeah. Anybody with kids want a mattress pad? It's nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cozy, comfy. Um, Wow. Anyway. That is... (laughs) I don't even know how long we talked about that, but... We've done a number of things, talking about things that are probably boring God, to other people. Our brains are in outer space. Yeah. Um, it's been a busy week, y'all. It it's has. It's going to be a busy week and and a busy next week. And then it's like fucking Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and then it's New, New Year's. Year's and then it's the Super Bowl. And my birthday oh, and then Pride and then your birthday. It's just. It never ends. From this moment on. We get like a break. We get like a, a one month break. Where there are no events. September? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said it like you didn't believe me, and then you realized, yes, it is September. Yeah, that's the only... Well, it's really September and October. It's up until... Halloween. Halloween, yeah. And then it's just nonstop. I'm tired. Yeah, I feel like I'm always just tired now. I don't know how to be not tired. (laughs) It's just the normal. Oh, Ken. Um, Growing up. Yeah, we have, we have a busy week. We have a cool thing we're doing this weekend. We're going to go and host this book show with our friend Kat. And yep. then she is going to be our first guest on the show next week. Ooh, big hot, big, hot deal, y'all. Yeah, so first guest. definitely tune in. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, um, so uh, the reading, she's having a reading at Vermilion um, on, on Friday. Friday. So if you're in Seattle, go Friday, 11-9. Yeah. November 9th. Um, and then on Saturday, she's doing a reading uh, at our friend Tyrell's house. He hosts house shows, and it's really fun and crazy. And um, Kat is going to be reading from her book. Um, Hoop, the band, is going to be playing. And our friend Luz Gahiola, who plays the accordion and is a professional clown, who is like truly a beacon of light in this world her (laughs) everything about her is such a delight and she's a very gifted clown so um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be super fun and then and then we're emceeing and so if you want to go to that um i think there's maybe still space available hit us up if you want to come yeah if you want to come to the show you can dm us Mm -hmm. direct message is what that means um on our Instagram at doing a good, that's it. <laughs> that's the Instagram, actually. <laughs> that, um, yeah, beginning and end. Uh, we have never emceed a book reading before. No, so it, it should be an interesting experience for first, us. First timers club. I don't really even know what what that means. I don't know. I've been thinking about how we might do stuff like, yeah, yeah. You ready to listen Ooh. to some stories? I am not sure that that is the way that I will go about things, mm. but I think that we will have a good dynamic either way. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Yeah, some air hornage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, should be cool. So, should anyway, we- here we are in the now. Carly wanted to mention something about what we've been talking about over the last two episodes with change. We've been talking oh, about mm-hmm. a lot of ways to deal with change, and we're not going to exhaust you on that topic again today, but... Um, but I've been, since since we started talking about it, uh, I've mentioned therapy several times, and uh, I've been thinking about how uh, I'm very privileged to have 
health insurance and have um, support and resources available to help me navigate that. And um, I wanted to follow up and provide some resources for folks who uh, are maybe interested in starting a therapeutic process and don't have health insurance or don't know where to look. So at the uh, in the description of this episode, there'll be links to the places I'm about to mention. Um, I actually have a longer list as well. So if any of the things that I've mentioned don't really suit your needs, um, let us know and I can, can give you some more op- uh, options. Um, This uh, largely pertains to living in the Seattle area. Um, Antioch University does community counseling. Uh, They do individual couples, family, group therapy. Uh, It is on a sliding scale. All of these are sliding scale, starting at $20 a session. Um, And the website is antiochseattle.edu. Bastyr Center for Natural Health. Uh, they do short-term sessions, so they do up to 12 sessions. Um, and both Antioch and Bastyr are, as you know, uh, schools. And so the therapists that you're working with are graduate students who work alongside a professor. Um, the good news about that is actually that you get, it's kind of a two for one. You basically get right treatment from two people. Which um, is tight. Which is really tight. And uh, I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was like, you know, sometimes when you're working with, like, an individual licensed person, you don't – there's less accountability. So the nice thing mm-hmm. about working with a student um, under the adv- – <laughs> Jerry's <laughs> snorting into snorting. the microphone. <clears throat> um, working with someone who's being advised by uh, – a professional means there's a lot of um, attention being paid to the kind of care that you're getting. Right. So Very cool. Uh, Bastyr is bastyrcenter.org. The University of Washington has uh, a similar program. They also do psychological testing, which is great if you want to explore a possible diagnosis to help explore meds or whatever. Right. That is psych.uw.org. Uh, E-D-U, I mistyped that, and typed W-D-U. What? <laughs> um, and then, finally, the Seattle Therapy Alliance is a collective um, only serving women. So if you are a woman, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their website is seattletherapyalliance.com. If you are interested in finding your own private practice therapist who takes a low-cost sliding scale there is um, a group called the American Counseling Association, and their website is, check this out, counseling.org. <laughs> they must have secured that one a long time ago. That's right. And finally, whether you're in the Seattle area or uh, anywhere in the country or the world, and you want to receive some therapy uh, online, not in person, the the top rated site that I have found is called BetterHelp. Uh, they are sliding scale. Their program averages average cost is thirty five dollars a week. They talk to you over the phone, email, text, and video chat. They do individual and couples counseling. Their website is BetterHelp.com. Very tight. So, 
if you are looking for some things, these are a good place to start. Again, you yeah. can follow the links in our description. And if you want more info or um, looking for something else, let us know and we will be happy to help. Absolutely. Yeah. Tight. Um, now that we got the, um, what do you call that? The, st- the not statistics, the data, I guess. Data, yeah. Now that the data has been taken care of. Come here. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jerry. Find your spot. Oh, Jerry. There we go. But this kind of in your face. Kendra just, Jerry couldn't figure out where he wanted to sit, so she grabbed his butt and just pushed him into her lap. Well, he likes this little spot here in the crick of my leg. Yeah. But he was unsure about the mic cable, yada, yada, yada. Anyway. He's, a, he's a delicate boy. Yeah, he's a sensitive boy. He's got to yeah. take his own time. That's right. Um, so the dad is out. Yep. Dad is out. And um, now we're going to move into, well, what are we moving into? Well, before we move into the next item of business. Oh, no. There's a little ceremony I'd like to have. Oh, for whom? For you. Tell me more. This is the final rose tonight. When you're ready. Well, Kendra, this has been a wild ride. What? Since are you day doing? one. <laughs> since day one, I felt <laughs> like oh, no. there was something here I wanted to explore. And the truth is, I'm falling for you. No, as are a you friend. is this an ad? Is this a are you are you doing an ad right now? No. I just, you know, as the as the weeks go by, and we, we really close in to yeah. the final ceremony. I just want you to know that I want you by my side. So, I don't know what's going on. Kendra Ellen Cox. Yes. Will you accept this house key? Oh my gosh, you guys. It's <laughs> happening. I just got a house key. <laughs> it's um, silver, which... Platinum! Okay, it's platinum. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will accept this key. <sighs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> is this the are we at the final ceremony is this the final like, i guess this giving is the ceremony? final key i love that you <gasps> held this as a surprise over my head and you were like we've been talking about what we're going to talk about in the podcast all all afternoon and as i started talking you were so annoyed yeah because i'm like what are you doing what is this fucking bit we're about to do that i don't know about <laughs> i like to be included in the bits thank you you're welcome um i'm gonna try really hard not to lose it oh yeah because there's no point in me having a house key if you lose your key and then I also have lost my key. So right now, I'm going to put it in my pocket. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay, you guys. Now that we got that yeah. key giving ceremony out of the way. Putting the riff to an end. Putting the riff to an end. You can unlock. Squash the beef. The beef has been squashed. Yeah. Unlock my door anytime. Anytime. Thank you. You're welcome. Where'd you get it? Freaking Lowe's. Cool. Yeah. Do you have it made or did you go to the self-service? Self-service. There's like a key machine. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm surprised you didn't pick a fun one. Well, I am too. But I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't. What were the choices? Camo. Very tight. Steel. Sick. Nasty. um, I think there was one with hearts on it. Obviously a good choice. Well, okay. (laughs) I blew it. Give me the key back. I'm returning the key. (laughs) I'm not actually returning the key. I'll just draw on it with some Sharpie. Oh, my God. <laughs> some nail polish. Bedazzle it. Um, what are we talking about this week? Oh, Carly's gotten all 
opener gills about fall and we're talking about fall that's what we're talking about she's ready to tell you about her her moments like kicking leaves oh my god and like running through a field look (laughs) like open arms (laughs) oh she's like just ready to embrace like pumpkin spice latte scarves fluttering in the wind yeah like like big chunky knit scarves oh my god but um you know she's really all about fall 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 it's like that it's like the fall um the fall martha stewart magazine oh that's what that's the episode we're having right now no dude okay so <laughs> here no you are misrepresenting <laughs> look okay look i experience when the seasons change i experience a lot of sense memory right and and as we were discussing, nostalgia about specific things tied to the season. And the thing, the season that that happens the most for me in is fall. And yeah. I sort of thought that was an experience that a lot of people have. Like you, right. fall reminds you of certain um, times in your life, or it you, there's certain music that you only listen to in the in fall, fall or whatever. Or, yeah. So I was like, oh. You had even like really specifically mentioned for you fall is like ages 12 to to 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can you go get the cat? Yeah. Because you're more easily movable. She's ready. (laughs) Come on, Peg. Are you going to lay in your corner spot? Yeah, she's going to go right there. Or are you going to go in the closet? Where are you going to go? Probably both. Yeah, so... Okay, hold on now. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> this will be great. When we get a reality show and we just have mics on our bodies, then we can... Yeah, I know. Yeah. We really gotta... Except for I don't want a reality show. We've talked about this. I know. I had no idea that's what I was signing up for when I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in a show with you. I still feel that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be in a reality show. You want a sketch comedy Yeah, show? I want a sketch comedy. But I think it needs to blur the line between, like, we play ourselves. Yes, we, yeah, it's like Broad City. We play ourselves, only, like, it is a comedy and it is script, uh, at least semi-scripted. I mean, you have to write it. No, I'm It's more work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't really actually think we're interesting enough at this moment in our lives to have a reality show. No. Unfortunately, it's just not like we're just people who work jobs and, and make some amount of money. And all we do is talk about how busy and tired we are. Yeah, like we don't deserve a reality <laughs> show. But we could get a reality show after we've had like five successful seasons of a sketch comedy. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. All right. We haven't earned a I feel like we're show. imagining the same thing. We're just calling it different things. Right. Like, you play you and oh. I play me and we work at the bait shop and we have a podcast. Yeah. But then we create scenarios where actually interesting things happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but not created as in we put ourselves in those scenarios. It's not, it's not like we create scenarios through, through writing or we create them through... Being like, okay, you two, today you're going to the Puyallup Fair, and we're going to film you while you're there. Through writing, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I think. Because I don't want it to have that Kardashians feel where, like, they put them into a scenario to see what happens. Oh, yeah. No. You know what I mean? No. 
Because that's like the worst kind of reality TV. Or we could just try and become friends with the Vanderpumps and like slide into that area. And just really commit. It's tough. So many choices. So many choices. (laughs) Okay, back to fall. Back to fall. Back to fall. So, okay. So I've been thinking, we're like a couple months into this thing. um, And I'm having my memories. (laughs) Having my associations, uh, listening to my fall music, and I thought, oh, it would be fun to talk about this on the pod. And also, like, I wonder what those memories and associations are for Kendra. Right. So I brought it up. Turns out. Okay. She doesn't have any. I don't have many. I mean, I do listen to different music in the fall than I do in the summer, I'm not like a monster who listens to Mac DeMarco in December. Like, but I do, I don't think I have the same kind of um, sense memory or the same, um, like, draw to sense memory that you have. Okay. And we were start, we were starting to talk about this earlier before we even pushed the little red button. But we... Because we were going to maybe not talk about it at all. And yeah. then we realized that maybe it's funny to talk about or interesting or both. I don't know. Um, about just like why, I don't know what, like where that comes from. I don't know where, it's so interesting how you have your own experience with mm-hmm. this like sense memory and I have like such a limited experience with it. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like... I guess I should give some examples. Yeah, give some examples. Um, So, Bjork's album, Homogenic. Is it homogenic or homogenic? I've never known. Oh, what? Yeah. I have heard it pronounced both ways. And I would like to know the answer. I wonder if we could look it up. Yeah, maybe. That seems important. Where is it? Homogenic. Homogenic, you were right. So okay. all the people who are saying homogenic, there it is again. <laughs> In case you missed it the first time. There it is. <laughs> okay, so now we know. Homogenic. Good. Now, yeah, homogenic. Um, great, good to know. Yeah. Okay. Bjork's anyway, album. Bjork's homogenic. album. Homogenic. Homogenic. Um, when I was a freshman in high school, uh, I got really obsessed with that album yeah in at the beginning of the year and i would listen to it every day on the school bus great i'd listen to it walking through the halls in between classes you know on my disc man um very tight and uh do you have a clear one or did you have a silver one a silver one yeah the og yeah and then um you know when you are a young teen and you don't have uh a a freaking full life or an ability to go into bars you wind up like walking around a lot (laughs) yeah so i really loved like people watching and walking around and writing in my journal and so that album came with me through a lot of things right in the fall months of my freshman year and right now every time you hear it you associate it with that yeah 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 um or every every fall you like i'm like have a yearning to to, like listen to it yeah Exactly. Um, similarly, I only listen to Smog in the fall. Mm. Feels like a really fall thing. Yep. 
I listen to Leonard Cohen all year long, but in the fall, it feels different. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm connecting to the yeah. music in the right way in the I think fall. I definitely resonate with you on the music aspect of things, okay. just because that's, like, a for sure a way that I tend to navigate my, my like, seasonal patterns by, by music, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's other... Give me another example. I think there's other examples that yeah. I didn't resonate with. Um, a fall memory that you get every year. Going to Bauhaus and drinking coffee and writing in my journal all day. Seems like a great life. Yeah, it was great. Um, I never journaled. Mm. I still don't journal. Do people journal as adults? I guess so. Yeah. Do you? No. Not really. But I would you like have in to. the past, mm-hmm. I feel like, as an adult. I have. Um, oh, there's the Big Jerry. Yeah. I used to fill, in high school, I would fill one journal a month. That's um, crazy. Do you still have them? Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere. Your mom's house? I think they're at my mom's house, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, the I, I went to Ba House a lot, RIP, because um, it was cool. And I went there a lot and wrote in my journal and drank coffee but every fall i really remember that time yeah it's not like i don't ever remember it otherwise it's just really comes back to me in the fall yeah also um also i miss that coffee shop yeah it was the best i think that maybe at towards the tail end of its life when neither of us were really going i i have fond memories of going there as well mm-hmm. um i definitely went there when i moved here a lot Mm-hmm. But I wonder if after I stopped going there and other people stopped going there as much, if it retained its, like, cool factor, if it was still, like, such a, like, okay, okay. We, we've made a mess. A mess has happened. Wait, no mess? Or no, yes mess? A little mess. Yeah, hang on. Okay. I spilled juice down my shirt. Hold for juice. <laughs> I got a gerbil on the couch. Oh, I don't care about the couch. It went, it's like, really went down. It like hit my boobies and then all the way down. All the way down. Um, yeah, you think it like maybe isn't the same or wasn't the same? I think maybe at the tail end of its life, yeah, it wasn't the same. But I don't know. I mean, I just wonder like, I mean, okay, also, let's back up. Maybe there are people who are listening to this who don't know what, what yeah. Bauhaus is, but it was a really, like, funky, bohemian coffee shop yeah. that all the hill rats went to, and they had cool things, like they had Kool-Aid, yeah, and they and had, had um, Twinkies and Ho-Hos. Yeah, you could also buy cigarettes You could there. buy cigarettes, you could buy alcohol, you could get coffee, they were open till midnight. Yeah, like open the late latest, I think, at that mm-hmm. time out of any coffee shop. I think when they stopped doing the midnight thing, that's when Vita started staying open until midnight, but mm. I could be wrong there. Yeah. Somebody fact check me. I don't really care enough to fact check myself. Yeah, um, and it uh, it was like two levels, and the there was a lot of really cool options for seating, and the upstairs was like this little island balcony, so you could like, yeah. look down over all of the... Yeah, it was cool. It was a great coffee shop. It was shop. great. Then really they closed special. in this this very tight location and moved across the street and it just wasn't the same and then they opened one in Ballard 
Yeah, weird. That's maybe still open? I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's not the same. Yeah, so I don't know. I just wonder if it maybe was lost its, like, cool factor at the end of its lifespan. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, boy, let me tell you, as a teen, yeah, that was a cool spot. It was a cool spot. Uh, Carrie uh, used to live above it. Oh, and that's very cool. Brick building. Yeah. The do- cool. We called it the dorms. Yeah. So when Carrie and I were first dating, we'd get up and get coffee there, and I was always like... Brooding and writing in your journal? <laughs> no, I was like, this guy has such a great location. Oh, yeah. He lives... Right above a coffee shop. Um, also, that's like a cool city dream. Oh, yeah. 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 Live above a coffee shop. That's, very a, cool. that's like a very cool Seattle thing to say about yourself that you, you did. Yeah. I always wanted to live above a record store. I always wanted to live above a bar. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at us and our big dreams, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that's anyway, a, that's, a fall that's a fall thing. thing. Um, one thing that I, I really... can resonate with that. It's not okay. that I it's not that I don't resonate with these things. It's maybe that I just don't think I spend time thinking, thinking about, about them. Mm. Like you're going through your day to day, and you like are having these sparks of memories of mm-hmm. of past and how it changed you, and then you go through this whole process where you like really focus on that and you try to understand it, and you're always just like doing this work. And I'm like. <laughs> Not on that same level at all. <laughs> like, not okay. On that wait. If I'm level. doing all of those things, what are you doing? Just like going to get my coffee and enjoy my coffee, the one that I'm having like currently. You know. <laughs> so it's like you go to get your coffee in the fall, and you're reminded of this like amazing time mm-hmm. when you would always go to Bauhaus and you would write in your journal, and that, and then you were dating Carrie, and then this led to that, and mm-hmm. this led to that, and then I think eventually you get to the appreciation of the current cup, the of current coffee. cup of coffee. <laughs> but I, I skip that process, <laughs> and I go right to the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. And before we, you know, as I said earlier, hit the red button. And started getting all this juicy content for you on um, on tape. Carly said maybe it has something to do with. I think it was a compliment mm-hmm. that she was giving mm-hmm. me, but she said something about how um, I tend to live fairly presently in the moment. Yeah, you have you are uh, naturally skilled at at l- being in the moment, and that seems like perhaps it's related. It has to be. Yeah, I mean. Oh, it's so fascinating. Okay, but I do have nostalgia, and sure. I do have you know I have those things. Yeah, it just it just doesn't it's like less frequent consume. Yeah, for me, it's like a it can be sort of like a like a soundtrack that's running in my head while right. I'm doing all right. of my other things. Right. Um. And sometimes it is the it it I detour from what I'm doing to sort of travel down that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the way you you handle your memories is so different. Like um like your like goodwill journey with seeing something and mm. then having a memory mm-hmm. like like being able to even if that even if the thing is not something that the memory is attached to, you can see how it could be. Like the way that you mm. So give me an example. I feel like it's like with you and stuffed animals and you're like, oh. I didn't have this stuffed animal, but it reminds me of a stuffed animal that I did have and now I'm attached to it. <laughs> it's like 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 you the your memory center and your brain drives uh-huh. you so much more than my memory center mm, does. Interesting. I think. Yeah. And my memories are really enmeshed with feelings. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think mine are too, mm. but less than yours, yeah. I would say. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, what about this? One of the notes that I had about, you know, fall being a specific time of associations, I have this association, like, there there are certain themes that sort of continue to occur every okay. fall. Um, one being that it is a time of possibility mm. and a time of discovery. Well, we kind of talked about this on, on um, two episodes back when I was saying that I was like, you know, feeling some pressures and feeling some moments of change happening. Oh, he's hating what you're, that you're picking oh. at your nails. Oh, that's why he's Jerry. mad at you. Jerry just got up and walked right over to my hands because I was like touching my nails. Yeah, don't touch your fingers when you're around Jerry. No. Um, no finger on finger action in this house. <laughs> Ew. Um, so I, I do understand where you're coming from with that, where like, I think for me, fall, like you were saying, like sometimes tends to lean to introspection or mm-hmm. or whatever. But I also think what it means is that it's the time that I can relax a, a little bit, even though I was just complaining that I don't feel like I can relax because I'm very busy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I resonate with that, but I think on a, a different level than what it means. It's the same thing. I think it, what it means for you is what it, it's, it's different for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but do you think that but so for me there's like a sense of uh, possibility and discovery and and introspection and also this sort of um, the note that I made was truth of self which I'm not exactly sure what I meant by that no I don't know what you mean by that Um, either (laughs) sort of like connecting to your identity whether it's like uh, oh I want to work on hugging my friends more. That feels like a thing that that I value and I'm going to practice it. Or right. like I'm going right. to I'm going to go back to wearing flared jeans because that just feels really good. Yeah, I don't like, that's that I'm doesn't put more effort into my out wardrobe because I like feeling fancy or whatever. Yeah. Um do you like feeling fancy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fancy lad. I do know that you like to feel fancy. Do you, have you noticed that the last few days I've been putting a little more effort in? I mean, I did say that you looked cute the other day. Yeah. Which I don't normally even comment on Yeah. clothes. Mostly because I don't like when people comment on mine. Yeah. It's kind of... So a, it feels, feels like I'm like yeah. taking a moment to like sort of anchor my external presentation to how I'm feeling inside. Yeah. You know? It's Love cool. that. That's great. But so... I feel like that these things sort of present themselves every fall has to, in some way, Mm -hmm. be connected to the idea that for all of our adolescent years, you start school. In the fall. There's always Mm -hmm. a start. And so, and that's a period of time where, like, everything is new, everything is possible, every day you're sort of discovering something else about, like, how your social world is going to unfold, or how you know, who the person is that you're going to fall in love with or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, there's so much, there's so much possibility and discovery in the fall. And I feel like that's got, it's got to be connected. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I don't know if that, if it is the same for me. Mm. I definitely have moments when I feel more connected to myself, but I don't think it's seasonally related. Okay. 
I think it has to do with like my own personal like where I am and where I'm yeah what's like the like the events that are happening around me um well and I'm not saying I only feel connected to myself no 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 no, no, no. I I know (laughs) but but you are saying that you you get a more charged sense of that feeling in the fall yeah or typically it's like a reliable time that 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 thing can happen yeah Yeah. irregardless of what is sure happening in my life yeah yeah yeah, I don't know if I have that same thing. Um, but I also feel like I've been out of school for so long. Uh-huh. And you went to school for four more years than I did. <laughs> so that's like a, a four more formative years that also as a you know young adult, you were able to continue that yeah, that's relationship true. with time yeah. and space and where you were. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And my, those, that time for me was so different. Like I was just Mm -hmm. working a job and um, hanging out with my friends who were in school, but I also didn't move in that time. I Mm. lived in the same city and I rolled with the same crew for those four years. And so there wasn't a lot of change for me. Yeah. In like every fall didn't bring this new set of, you know, from the age of 18 to 22, when a lot of people are, you know, figuring out their formative self and, and mm-hmm. understanding who they are and building these, like I think, memories that you are attaching, or not, atta- um, these memories that you're remembering. Mm-hmm. I, my life was really kind of flatlined during that time. Like I just, I worked a job, I moved once, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had the same crew of friends mm-hmm. for the those four years, pretty exclusively, even those four years. And then things changed for me. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I, I wonder if that plays a role. It's, it must. Oh, also, ooh, yeah. It's got to. Yeah. Uh, I also just remembered that every... Going for that thigh pick again. God, every guys... time you think it's going to work. Every time. <laughs> you always think the thigh pick from that angle is going to be good, and it never is. It never is. God. Okay, so Jerry's like asleep on Kendra's leg. And like it's really he is, cute. like every other week. And I always try to take a picture of it. Yeah. And it's just, it's like. It's just always all thighs. Yeah, it's not right. It's not the right it's angle. It's not the right <laughs> angle. But every time he sleeps like this, she tries to get a pic. It's so cute. And then later on, we look at them and she's like, which one of these should we post? And I say, none of them. <laughs> 90% of the photo is my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> And I have no problem with ninety percent thighs. Right. I I don't care, but it's just not a very it's like, like not a very good pick. That's right. Yeah, it's not that I'm ashamed and I don't want my thighs to be ninety percent of no, the photo. It's that I did a bad job as the photographer. Well, it's not even a bad job. It's just no one can get this photo. No, you're to right. look right. And then at least it, from the angle you're sitting, it's like maybe if you were to get on the other side of the room and frame it out, or <laughs> I'm not say, telling right. you to, but. Every time it's always you're trying to get it from the same angle. Yeah. And it never works. No. Sometimes it looks okay, but then it's it's like less thigh but all crotch. So we really Yeah, I mean are not like good. literally there's no <laughs> it's just not gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Um All right. Well, so you kind of I do association. Yeah. I kind of have the fall association. I mean I have fall association with Music, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely stuff that I listen to more what? frequently than not. Like what? Um, in the fall, I always get, re- like, really into contemporary um, composers. Mm. 
mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Nils from and like um oh my gosh well now I'm like uh totally my mind is going blank of course on yeah everything but N- Nils from is is probably the best example he's a modern contemporary um pianist who mm-hmm. is incredible and and I I always find that in the fall I, I listen to him more than anything else mm. or more than any other time um but and then things in his same genre. But that's about the only thing like, that I can think of right now. That's yeah, like the, a for sure. Maybe we should make a fall playlist. We should. I, I mean, that's the thing is that I make I make a lot. And you you do as well. Like oh, make yeah. a lot of themed play, playlists for work based on the season. Uh huh. I usually make one every year, but it's so funny because they're so different. Mm-hmm. And for me, my fall playlists are playlists for me are a way to explore new music usually mm-hmm. and you do both you I do explore both. new music but you also include the hits yeah from from your past mm-hmm. the hits from yesterday and today uh yeah, you should have a radio station oh yeah and that you can be the voice of it as well Hoo-hoo! you should be the voice of a radio station <sighs> sign me up anybody yeah. have a radio station out there sign me up um Thank you for tuning in. It's 97.3 KBSG. Nice. Thanks. That was like a soft, smooth jams voice. Yeah, it feels good. Hey, what's Whoa. up? Okay. It's the Rockin' okay. Monster. Now, that's terrible. I mean, I love it. It's great. It, it's going to work on a radio station, but the dog is upset. <laughs> Jerry hated it. And I feel upset as well. Oh. I, feel, I feel like I got yelled at. <laughs> I did not like that ad. All right. Well, um, okay. What's next? What do we have? Are we are we going to talk about fall more? We have fifteen minutes. Let's hit it. What's our closing? What's our closing segment? Well, um, she's like chugging this iced. Can I see it? Mm-hmm. I'd like to let everyone know what's going on here. Oh, it's a Maxwell. Wow, very weird branding for Maxwell House. Yes, it is a bottle. It's a bottled iced coffee, mm-hmm. but it has two X boost. Two times more the caffeine. House blend, though. Let's find out about this. It looks, the bottle looks kind of like it's like a protein drink. It looks like, when you brought it over, I yeah. for sure thought it was a protein drink. It's not. Nay. Nay. It's a caffeinated coffee. Hey, it only has 180 calories. That's not bad. Mm. Was it creamy? Yes, it has cream and sugar in it, but it's not as sugary as um, the like, Starbucks stuff. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's like drinking a freaking milkshake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not so bad for you. Refrigerate after opening. How's it taste? Taste level? It's all right. Would drink again. One to ten? It's a six. thought you said sex, and I was like, wow, <laughs> that is past ten, so there you go. <laughs> it's sex. It is um, sex. I do like the first ingredient is coffee. Yeah. That part's nice. That's nice. <laughs> go. Um, we didn't get any emails this week, which is fine. That's okay. We didn't need it. We had a lot of juicy content, so we don't need you anyway. <laughs> we don't anyways. need you. But we, we do. We do we need, need you. you. We need your reviews. We did get a review. Somebody sent us one. Thank you so much. Um, so nice. Thank you so much. That's great. We love a review. I'm just, I'm pretty sure we didn't get any emails, but I'm just going to double, double check. check. <laughs> just make sure. So... To recap, this Saturday we are emceeing uh, the the reading of Cat Gardner's book, Little Wonder. What do you say? It's a it's a reading. 
I wanted to call She's it a show. She's on a book show. tour. It's a show. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be music and we're going to be there. I don't know what we're going to be doing. Maybe cracking a joke. Yeah. Who could say? If you want to go Fashion Island, DM us for details. Um, and please, excuse me, a little burpee going on. Rate, review, and subscribe I'm on iTunes. Over here yawning. Yeah, Kendra's ready. We're going to take a nap now. I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> you're bored. Um, yeah, rate, review, like us. We'll see you on Saturday or we won't. Who and can say? Uh, get ready for next week's episode. It's going to be a doozy. Yeah. Oh, if any of you are familiar with Kat's book or uh, want to check it out, you have a few days. Email us some questions that you would like us to ask her yes, when she becomes our first guest. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Let's see if we can get another microphone. It's going to be great. I have one. You already have it? It's at my friend's house, but I'm going to go get it. Well, that's what I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what if we forget? Oh, I won't forget. All right. All okay. Right. That's it. We got to go. We got to go. Love okay. you. I love Bye. you. Bye. Bye.